rolling. Mm -hmm. Gordon, great to see you here at uh, Knock Hill. You sort of know this place quite well, don't you? I've done a few laps around here, yeah. I've probably <laughs> found parts of this circuit that some people don't even know exist over the years. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously a home event. It's, it's where... I guess all the Scottish drivers started, you know, set their first, uh, you know, took their first steps in, in racing, you know, you know whether that was Coulthard, McNeish, Frankiti, you know, all the way through. This is uh, this is where it where it starts for yeah. for a lot of the Scots. We're just looking out of the the window in front of you at the moment. This is um, reasonably overcast, rainy and blowy. You promised me sunshine. I spoke to Gillian this morning. She showed me the forecast for tomorrow, and it says sunshine, nineteen degrees. Yeah, yeah. So that we'll put the order in for that. We've made <laughs> we've made the call. So yeah, a little, little bit of rain is just dampening down the dust in the car parks, and the wind's just drying them out. So that's all part. It's all part of the master plan. We're approaching the halfway uh, point in the season now. We caught up at uh, Alton Park, and I remember saying to you, it just felt like things were beginning to gel for you now after mm. the, the disappointments you had at the beginning of the year. That was a couple of weeks ago. Um, what's happened in the meantime since Alton Park? How much more time have you had in the car? What changes are you making for here? Yeah, I mean, we haven't haven't done anything else in the car apart from shakedown on Wednesday. But you know, I don't think we've I don't think we've done a lot wrong this season. We've just ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, the cards just haven't quite fallen followed my way and you know there are many people up and down the paddock who will have similar stories I'm not trying for one minute to say that it's unique to me but I think what it has shown is that the unpredictability once again of BTCC you know the way that that Oton Park weekend ran you know I mean I you know I don't think don't feel like we've you know whether we've really got going you know I, I, we haven't had a mega weekend yet you know we've still got that to come and when it comes you know it can't, you know, it can't come soon enough but I still find myself you know, 29 points off the lead of the championship and, you know, quite comfortable under the radar, you know, still in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're carrying a little bit of weight this weekend, which is sort of, I guess, I don't have to drive the car, but neither here nor there with the weight that you're carrying. Um, and for those at the front, the, the leaders in the championship, they've got a lot more weight and that punishes round here, doesn't it? It does when the margins are so close, you know, and I think... You know, if you look at Oton Park, that was, was it like, I mean, there's 22 cars within a second or something daft like that. You know, and that's, you know, we've seen that before, but at a circuit like Brands Hatch Indy or something. You know, so it just goes to show how close it is up and down the grid. There is no margin. And, you know, for people carrying a lot of weight, you don't have to do a lot wrong to be, you know, two or three tenths off the pace and be well down the order. But that is why they increased the success ballast this year back to 75 kilos maximum to try and, yeah, do that. It's, exactly, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, we have the fans back in their thousands uh, for this weekend. And that's really important for Knock Hill, isn't it? Because I know the circuit, everybody here has struggled with the lockdown, no fans. This is a, a massive, important weekend for Knock Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, you know, it's it's eighteen months since we had a since we had a touring car crowd, and and you know this is the you know by virtue of the way the championship is, you know the the, the Scottish fans only get to see touring cars once a year, except it's been two years. You know this is so, you know I think there's a lot of anticipation. You know, you know there's families who who are desperate to come back and watch, and it, and it's a great out, it's an outdoor event. You know, two hundred and twenty acres on the top of a hill. You know, if you want something exciting and safe to do, this is the thing to do. You know. And um, it's weird, you know. We had we had a thousand people at Superbikes, which was just 
criminal. You know, it was it was soul destroying because the the series was here, the show was here, but the fans weren't here to experience it with us. And you know, it, it is such a different event without mm. without spectators. They, you know, they make the event. It's it's really the only way you can describe it. This season, um, Team Dynamics, Halfords and Cataclean uh, in the mix. I was saying to Matt Neer earlier, that looks like a, a really strong partnership that's gelling very well. And of course, Cataclean involved in, in supporting this weekend. Yeah, so it's, uh, as, as ever, motorsports about partnerships and it's finding things that work. You know, uh, you know Cataclean and, 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 and Halfords have a, a very genuine business relationship because the product's sold in Halfords. And uh, you know, Cataclean are on board with us this weekend. It's a, it's an extension of the sponsorship, I guess, from the from the touring car team. But they also realise that you know Scotland is a is a big market. You know, it's a, it's an important market for for every single sponsor up and down this pit lane. So it's it's great to have them on board. Great to you know get that message out there and to use motorsport as that marketing platform. And uh, you know that's uh, it, it's just so important uh, that, that we can develop these, these relationships. Yeah, a lot of people forget the numbers of people that are involved in putting motorsport on, and it, we we often talk about it as a family, don't we? But it is a big business. It's expensive, and and all of those bits of the the jigsaw puzzle have to come together for it to work, don't they? Oh, for sure. And it is, it's like baking a cake. You know, you've got to get all the ingredients together and then somebody needs to remember to turn the oven on at the end. So, uh, you know, it's, get, it's getting everything lined up, you know, getting all your ducks in order. And, you know, when you do that and, there, and there's harmony and there's, uh, you know, a synergy with everything that you're doing, it just makes everything so much better, so much easier. Okay, so just finally, each uh, round this season, I've asked a driver to talk me through a fast lap. Mm-hmm. Of the I was. I just realised it printed out that I was going to show it to you, but you know it, don't you? But so, talk, talk me through from the start line. Talk me through a fast lap of uh, Knock Hill, Gordon. Uh, okay, so over the start finish line, deep breath. Uh, make the turn uh, down into fourth gear into into Duffer Step Turn One. Deep breath. Uh, big commitment down through Leslie's Turn Two. Uh, time for two short breaths into McIntyre's. Uh, commitment through Butchers up to the blackcircles.com chicane where, yeah, no breaths and close eyes and tighten the, tighten the harnesses. Uh, and then up to Clark's. I mean, what a great corner. Named after Jim Clark, obviously a, a personal hero of mine. And, um, you know, even the back straight, all the way along railway straight isn't straight. But before you know it, you're at, you're at the hairpin, uh, Taylor's hairpin, a massive overtaking opportunity. The crowd are there. It's like an absolute amphitheatre. Late breaking and... Uh, trying to make the most of the exit to go and complete the lap. Yeah, with good weather and a fair wind, will we see a sub-50-second lap this weekend? Uh, possibly, possibly. Um, it's uh, We're getting closer. You know, I think we're down, uh, you know, like, I think Paul was like 50.5 or something last year, 50.4 or something I'm along that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just looking at the name against the... Yeah, Rory had it a couple of years ago, did he not? Yeah, there we yeah. go. Rory's in there. 50, yeah. 50.451. It's getting there, but I mean, half a second's a lot to find round here. You know, if somebody got there, it would be... And you've got to remember, when Rory set that... Two, that was two years ago, wasn't it? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, you know, when Rory set... Yeah. yeah, so when Rory set that, he was a couple of tenths clear of anybody else. So, you know, it would be a lot to find. It would be a lot to find. But it would be quite cool if somebody somebody got there. <laughs> somebody called Gordon Shedd. Yeah, somebody with, somebody <laughs> with car number 52 would be, would be quite, quite, quite acceptable. Gordon, as always, a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks very much indeed for your time. Have a fantastic weekend. Yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait to go. Thanks.